0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Look at that, we got on right on time. And the great thing about that is the fact that I was thinking of quitting my job because this morning I didn't I never knew the Crusher could sing. Remember the Crusher, professional wrestler?
2: Uh only from what you've talked about.
1: Do the hammer lock. That's this
2: right. is me singing
1: now. So Brittany was singing, and I swear to God, I thought the crusher was in the studio.
2: You were so... Players only
1: love you when they're playing. You
2: were so impressed. I, actually, I was, it's true. Your face was pure disgust. Like, it was like <laughs> he was about to vomit. I was like, players. And he just did this, like...
1: What the like hell? Like,
2: every lemon in the world just got in his face.
1: Don't bring that up, because every time you bring it up, I think of that headline on CNN.
2: Hmm. Oh, yeah. CNN Sours on Lemon.
1: CNN sours on Lemon. That's a great headline. I'm sorry. Somebody but, got
2: paid money for that.
1: <laughs> if you fire a guy named Lemon, you got to use They Soured on Lemon.
2: What are they going to do for, like, what's going to be your firing? Like, Bernard. Finally.
1: We finally got rid of him. Let's go, <laughs> Let's go get drunk and take drugs.
2: Let's go get drunk and take drugs.
1: It's a good motto to live by. <laughs> kind of is right now, yeah. isn't it? That's kind of the way the world is right. What a great motto. Let's go get drunk and take mm-hmm. drugs. You, there was a report this morning on the Overnight News that every single drug you buy off the street now probably has fentanyl in it. Ooh. That is very, very scary. I don't. I've never bought drugs off the street in my life. I've never done it. I never had enough trust in humanity to do something <laughs> like no. that. Yeah.
2: And
1: they said literally on the. This is on the national news now.
2: That's they scary. They
1: said that pretty much everything you get. There's a possibility, not, not that it does for sure, but if there's a possibility. There's fentanyl in everything now. Yeah. And that's sad. What do they say? Two. Two, what is it, two milligrams or something can kill you, or what is it? It's not much. It's not very much. Yeah,
0: the biggest problem is when they go to crush that stuff up and try to step on it and put it into pills or put it into other drugs is that it doesn't get crushed all the way up. Right. So it it ends up being like a small speedball, and you end up ingesting it, and that's how you OD.
2: Yeah, I had a uh, family member who uh, did a certain, like, I don't want a batch. Would that would be the terminology. Ended up in a coma, got out, and immediately did that same.
1: And then amazing? And then didn't make it. Yeah, your brain just will not work properly at some mm. at some juncture, I guess is it's what it scary.
2: is. It's scary. Fentanyl is so scary. Oh, God, yes.
1: I, I mean, honest to God, I, I I don't even know what the hell, I don't think I'd, I'd eat or drink anything unless it's fully wrapped and sealed. <laughs> We're <laughs> to such God. babies
2: now. Well, I used to, Jesus. I would, I would take or do anything. I wouldn't care. Like, I mean, I wasn't running around screaming for drugs.
1: No, I know. But I would mm. trust
2: some, you know, girl in the bathroom would be like, oh my God, take this. I'd say, yep. Uh, thanks, Courtney. You're the best.
1: Oh, it's got to be Courtney's fault. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's nice. <laughs> From her dirty purse as well. Wait a minute, Courtney's calling me right now. You, <laughs> I probably owe
2: her money. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> your next
1: batch is ready. <laughs>
2: yeah, your next yeah, batch. Right.
1: It's exactly. Like
2: cookies. You're good to go. But yeah, I'm such a baby now. I'm sitting there looking at every ingredient, especially for Gogo. I mean, I'll still, I'll still feed Justin and me crap, but like everything with her, I'm like, okay, what is it? What is there? Right. To, oh yeah. But. Man, I used to take anything. And have you ever had fentanyl for? No. Any sort? I've had fentanyl no. twice.
1: Oh, for in the hospital, you yeah. mean? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Never illegally, and I <clears throat> say I don't really care at this point, but um. Oh. Wh- I would, I would say at this point, I'm pretty honest. I don't, I've been.
1: S- Who s- you know, Tornado Jones. No,
2: I'm just saying, like. Wait a
1: minute, that was a disc jockey, not a junkie. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind.
2: Uh, I probably
1: could have been both, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, disc I, jockey. Yeah. I met
1: him once. I don't think he was much of a junkie. No, he really. Seemed like a pretty straight-ahead guy. Was he? Yeah. he no- was his Alan?
0: I don't know. His real name was
1: Allen. Oh, Tornado Jones did overnights at CCO, and he actually did it first at U100 as Tornado Jones.
2: Are you telling me Tornado Jones was or Joe? Joe is it Tornado Jones? Jones Jones was boring.
1: No, 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 no. Sounds like
2: you're saying he was boring.
1: That's really negative of you to say that.
2: It's not that negative to be boring. It's okay to be boring.
1: I'd like to be boring. Yeah. Right. You should have said no. I see you're working on it. So you know. I, I opened you... the window for you, and you didn't jump through it.
2: I wish you were boring.
1: A lot of people wish I was boring. <laughs> Particularly Catherine really wishes I was boring.
2: <laughs> At There's this no about it. stage in our lives, yes, I wish
1: you were boring. I don't know I'm doing these kinds of things because when I'm sitting, like I said, I sit in the chair on the left. Mm-hmm. Jude sits in the chair in the middle, yeah. and then Catherine sits to the right of him. He has to sit right between us, and that's all... That's how it's going to be. Otherwise, he literally would sit on the floor and whine. If he can't sit right between us, he sits on the floor and whines.
2: What a baby.
1: He's a big baby. Oh, you should see how tired he was of mom being out of town for three days.
2: He was heartbroken. Oh,
1: my God. He gets worked up when she... Me, I was like, oh, it's you. Yeah, but anyway, Mom, he does. He glances at me like, oh, good.
2: you take him on walks with you then or no? Oh,
1: yeah, one with Catherine,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, but not when she's gone, you won't take him...
1: He wasn't at home because I'm not at home most of the time. Oh, yeah, so
2: that could, makes sense. He couldn't
1: be home by himself, so he went over and stayed with Dan and the kids. Oh, over that's there. fun. That'll be a good time, you know.
2: Well, he's like, I don't get one. Well, like when we watch my brother's dog, Bert, he doesn't get one on one. And so when my brother comes, he's like, Save me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, God.
2: So I bet that's Jude is too. like that.
1: It is Save Me. You're absolutely right. It is Save Me. I suppose I should do some weather because it's nothing but good news, to tell you Woo-hoo! the truth. Weather looks really, really good. Mostly sunny and warm today. Skies may get hazy this afternoon. Hazy. Uh, As some of the smoke from wildfires in Canada. Typical Canada poisoning our air. Typical. Goddamn Canucks. Canucks all the way.
2: Blame Canada. It is
1: Canada's fault. Particularly Doug Dawson, who lives in Toronto. It's his fault.
2: We're coming for you, Doug. We see you.
1: Doug's been listening to everything I do for the last, like, 25 years. I, yeah. met him, I met him. Well, did I ever tell you this? Oh, you'll, Rudy, as a golfer, you'll like this. Played in a golf tournament down in Florida like 20 years ago, mm-hmm. okay? So they're putting the pairs together, and they put, oh, you know, uh, Johnny will put you with Roy because you guys have known each other. You two are together, blah, blah, blah. And then finally it's, uh, Doug Dawson, you're with Tom Bernard because you're both Canadian. And I said, What? They said, "Yeah, you're from Minnesota, right?" And I said, "Yeah." "Wasn't well, that Canada?" <laughs> "No, it's not." How do you not know what's in the United States and what's in Canada?
0: Yeah, to be fair, growing up in northern Minnesota, we had a <laughs> lot of Canadian crossover oh, at yeah. that border because oh, yeah. I would tell I would come down to see family in Minneapolis when I was like in 6th, 7th grade, and I'm like, "What channel is Hockey Night in Canada?" <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "What are you talking not about?" I was, like, I was like, "Don Cherry." Don't you guys have Don Cherry? Oh, yeah. And they're like, "We've never heard of this guy." I'm like, "You don't have? How do you not have Don Cherry?" Well, I didn't realize that we were getting CBC. Oh, that, yeah, that was like one of oh, our mainstays, like the ABC, NBC, CBS. Channel Five was CBS or CBC, and I just figured
1: everybody had the Canadian Broadcasting Channel, but no. No, they do. I, no, I know. exactly And now they do, of course. It's yeah. a whole different mm-hmm. world because mm-hmm. of streaming. But I learned something from Dougie Dawson this uh, this past, uh, I guess, a couple of months ago. I I realized some of it. Like certainly Minneapolis is north of Toronto. People, I think everybody knows that, don't they? Minneapolis is north of Toronto. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's
0: yeah. You're right. Yeah, if you, no. Yeah, the same thing with, like, Las Vegas, where people go, oh, if you're driving from, like, Sacramento to Vegas, you have to go south. And people go, what? I can't, it's not Sacramento, but it's something like that. Los Angeles to Vegas is south, which seems weird.
1: Is it real? Yeah,
0: it's, like, it's so, more southern than Los Angeles, but, which is the same God, thing of many... Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember exactly the, the town, but, yeah, you're right. Toronto, if you look at the map, we're, like, just a scotch above the, uh, a little bit above Toronto, because it's right next door to... Uh, Detroit, right? Or Buffalo. Buff- that's well,
1: kind of, d- there's a triangle of Detroit, Buffalo, and Canada. Sure. And Toronto, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not a great triangle, but it's a semi triangle. Mm-hmm. Did you know, okay, Brittany, this is a, a guess for you. Mm-hmm. And Rudy, if you'd look this up so you could prove it. Okay. Doug Dawson told me just a couple of months ago, and I did not know this, all or part of 25 states are south of Toronto. Did you know that? 20? I thought it was oh. like. Like two or three states. You mean our all north? part of 25 states are north of Toronto. Okay,
2: yeah, you said south of Toronto, so I was like, yeah, that would. Assume, no, no, though. I meant, I meant, yeah, I meant yeah, north, north of
1: Toronto. Sorry about that. I,
2: no, you're fine. I I've heard this before.
1: Really? Because I've never heard that before.
2: Because of the way the equator line falls. Yeah,
1: because it you, it curves up too. Yeah.
2: But it's still beyond my fathom of understanding. <laughs> I know. Like it's I like, don't. What? I go nope, and I also go I I refuse. Some things I, I feel like unnerving to know. And that's one of them. Well,
1: yeah, I suppose.
2: Not a fan. It's,
1: we're on a globe. It's proof we're on a globe because the, the United States kind of wraps around southern Canada. I mean, it just does.
2: Um, yeah. There's just something I don't like about that fact at all.
1: You don't want to be part of Canada? No. You ever been to Toronto?
2: I've actually really liked Canada, so it's even funny to fake <laughs> chit-talk Canada. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really like going I up there. I do, I love it. Uh, we used to go kiddos, we used to do trips to Regina and try to say oh, that sure. as a four year old was uh, yeah, Regina. always sure.
1: Are we going to Regina mom?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, you it be. was awkward. Um, and uh, yeah, we I I loved going and there I was know. what was a Saskatchewan um mascot? Was uh, Rough Riders. Oh, the
1: Rough Riders. Yeah.
2: yeah, so we used to go to Rough Rider games.
1: Is that a Calgary? It's not Calgary Rough Riders. It's the, I, what I think is it? It's Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. The football team. Yeah. It is Saskatchewan Rough Saskatchewan, Riders. Saskatchewan, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. When we were kiddos, we used to go to those games because we were in Wilson, oh, in North Dakota. So we'd, I don't know why my dad, when I was very young, this is when they were still married. So I was like on five or under. And we used to go to those games and I had like a Saskatchewan little Rough Rider mascot. I just remember that.
1: Um, I had a friend that played up there, as a matter of fact. He was a rough rider. Really? He was a Viking. He was a rough rider. He was a local guy. I don't know if he wants me to say his name or not, because he played for the Vikings when uh, Jerry Burns was the head coach. Sure. And they walk out on the field, and it's kind of a hot, muggy day for practice. And this is in, like, September. Yeah. Or maybe late August. But They're all standing on the field, and Jerry Burns turned to my buddy, and he goes, You feel like practicing today? My friend jokingly goes, No, nah, not really. He goes, Called off practice. He just said, Jeez. <laughs> it's like, Oh, okay. He blames it on my buddy. Uh, Burns. Did, Burnsy didn't feel like going out on the field that day, I'm assuming.
2: I could see you in the <laughs> earlier days calling some shit like that. Well, well, I could see you saying, like, Hey, Brittany, you don't feel like doing the show? All right, no problem, Walking. Wrap it up. Goodbye. (laughs) Hey, listen,
0: I want to do it, but Brittany doesn't want to. So I guess we're calling it a day.
1: But,
2: yeah, I could see you doing that back in the day.
1: You're absolutely right. So I I, I should probably finish the the forecast since I got hung up on Canada (laughs) (laughs) from the wildfires in Canada. So yeah, today uh, maybe a little hazy because of the wildfires in Canada. 82 for the high Wednesday mostly sunny, a bit cooler with oh, a bit cooler. It's only going to be 76. <laughs> I wouldn't call that cooler.
2: We'll take it.
1: Moderate, I would say. Uh on Thursday partial sun scattered showers with a high of 75. On Friday a little blustery coo- uh, cooler with a high of only 62. But then the weekend looks good. Mostly sunny and 72 Saturday. Mostly sunny and 74 on Sunday. The weather looks really, really good. It's sunny and 54 now. I was telling Rudy when I got here about I guess an hour and 15 minutes ago that I was gonna go for a walk outside today. But 54 is just not quite there. It's almost there, but I wasn't. We- I'm wearing shorts and I wasn't wearing a jacket or anything. So I guess he wouldn't really need a jacket. But the shorts part, I didn't go for.
2: No, I'm with you. I think it's a little. Well, also, I don't like walking in the morning. I mean, I know I'm supposed to, but the idea of getting all ready and getting sweaty and gross in the morning. No, you no worry to.
1: about that stuff with guys being weird on the trails and all that? Do you have no. to worry about that as a woman?
2: I don't think about that very often. Good.
1: Well, you're tough, though.
2: I also have daydreams of like what I would do if somebody tried to jump me. Good. And, like,
1: yep. Glad like, to hear you know it. what I mean?
2: Like, Because I've done enough. Okay, so like when I used to go to title boxing constantly, I'd be like, it'd be really cool to use some of these moves.
1: Yeah. What? Like, it'd be oh, really... Oh, to do some of the moves. You
2: yeah, okay. like, I've fake fought for years of my life in fitness classes. So I was like, could I? Oh, yeah. And also, like, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want it to happen, but also... I don't know. There's something about I don't. I don't find myself making decisions off that. I probably should sometimes, but I just never have.
0: There was a woman who worked at a McDonald's, and there was video taken. There was a guy trying to rob the McDonald's, and oh. this, this woman was a a boxer.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Oh god, I love it. And she whooped that dude's ass. <laughs> I mean, when she was she was it was she was floating like a butterfly and stinging like a bee in the lobby of this McDonald's and whooped this dude's ass so bad a promoter saw it and was like. I want to give you a fight, and they gave her a fight. She ended up winning like five grand from that one night of I fighting from it. that one, yeah, oh yeah, dude, that girl was a brute.
1: glad to hear it
2: and like I know that there's like an eighty percent chance you'd whatever, but like when I used to run, especially when I'd run in Minneapolis and that path that leads to um uh you know the twins and things like that. Um, Twin Stadium,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I used to like literally be like, okay, so if somebody jumped out here, this is what I would do. And if somebody jumped up here, this is what I would no, do. Would well, you mm-hmm. have
1: to plan ahead. Yeah. That's good.
2: And um, I don't know. And then I used to run with my roommates' pit bull all the time. And I always felt, I always felt probably a, an, an, a false sense of security. But I know, like, my, when I lived with Allie, She would always be like, "Okay, if you're going to, let's go out to our cars at the same time." And I'd be like, "Why?"
1: Why (laughs) why would I want to do that? Four
2: a.m. I was like, "What are the chances that, like, an opportunist, you know, like, at four a.m. Whatever." And like again, there's like, if there was some sort of, there's a happy medium, right? Like, I should have be a little more her way, and she should be a little my way. Because I blew my mind that like we should walk together, but
1: of course. All right, I need you guys' votes on this one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I haven't read the story yet. I just saw the headline, so we got to vote on this one. Okay. Miller Lite launched a marketing campaign for Women's History Month in March that ra- uh, railed against beer ads focused on bimbos and bikinis, but appears to have made efforts to keep quiet about it following Bud Light's disastrous Dylan Mulvaney tie-up. Miller Lite's Women's History Month campaign, titled Bad Shit to Good Shit, but it's <laughs> a dollar sign, number sign... Uh, exclamation point T. Oh, sure. So it's the fake one. Yeah. It was posted on March 7th, pledging to clean up the brand's past of sexist ads, objectifying women, instead supporting female brewers by donating fertilizers they can use to grow quality hops. We're going a little over the top here, aren't we?
2: Doesn't it feel like they had to work backwards on this one? Like, they're like, we have a bunch of fertilizer. Yeah, exactly. And like, what are we, like, because none of this makes any sense. Not not
0: at all. And I can tell you guys some audio from the middle light ad. Oh, you got it? Yeah, and then you can figure out for yourself, because it does seem like it's a little forced. God. Here we go.
2: Here's a little-known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Wow. So here's to women. Because without us, there would be
1: no beer. What is wrong with people? Yeah.
0: And but, like, what? Well, it feels like we're turning the tide on woke culture. Yeah. I hope
2: so. Because, yeah. like, it's not... Inherently evil to wear a bikini No (laughs) No, of
1: course not But it's
2: just kind of funny that it's like There could be people just walking around Like I love this job I love wearing a bikini and sitting on a car Okay like obviously that's not My vibe Mm -hmm. but get some So it's like why are we It's just wild
0: yeah, Tani Katane built a career off of dancing on top of a what was that, a Camaro in the White Snake video? Yeah. And every time somebody asked her about that, like how do you feel about women being objectified in you know ads or something, she would always go, Well, what's the problem? They're being compensated for their time. They want to do this. Wait. Absolutely.
2: You know how many times people are objectified without getting a check. So it's like, at least this one is, they're in control. And I hope the sets are, you know, I I mean, we can sit there and think of the worst case scenarios and I hope that people are respectful or whatever, but like that, why are you villainizing the idea of a bikini?
1: Because they have to categorize everyone now. Right. They're really stupid people who went to bad colleges and now they think they're geniuses and they're real. First of all, Let's say uh, that 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 Rudy, you don't like, uh, you know, you want women to be on the straight and narrow, and you know, just kind of just go the, straight ahead and... in the kitchen. No, 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 oh, okay. not like that. Oh, never that. mind. No, okay, I'm never in mind. i the other way. Oh, the other way. Oh, I see I'm what in you the mean. Other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see what you mean. And then Brittany wants to wear a bikini, okay, and go to the beach or do a commercial one. You're not the same people, correct? Mm -hmm. So she does what she does, you do what you do, and good for both of you. Yeah, you're right. What is wrong with people? Now, we all have to be exactly the same. Oh, my God. What is that now? I don't know. It's really sick. I mean, it's getting sicker by the minute with everybody has to lockstep and march to the same drum. Get away from me.
2: I was reading about body neutrality and how important it is, and I feel like that needs to be applied also to, like, items of clothing. Like... A bikini is not evil. A bikini no, of course not. In, I could go buy Gogo a cute little bikini on the way home mm-hmm. at Target right now, and it's not setting her up for some f- f- certain specific future. So I feel like we just need to fall back on that neutrality of, okay, if I have big boobs and I'm sitting here just living my life, it's, it's, there's, no, there's no emotion added to it. So why are we putting that on that?
1: Well, and you know, Rudy and I, every time we walk out of the building, everybody goes, "Man, you guys got big pipes." I go, "I know." Uh, Just let it mm -hmm. go. Yeah, drop it. You know, we worked hard, and just let it, let it
2: go. Just here, fine. You can (laughs) kiss the old (laughs) bicep. Kiss
1: the bicep right now. Did you
0: guys not see the sign? Guns are not permitted Uh, on the premises.
1: Yeah, no guns allowed, baby. That's
2: why you guys and, do the show from the parking lot. You know,
1: that line's been around since I was about 19, which is I a know, great right? line. So good.
0: Yeah, uh, I was with a friend one time. We looked at my daughter and said, hey, sweetie, do you guys know if there's a veterinary clinic anywhere? My daughter's like, I don't know why. And Jeff goes, because
1: these pythons are sick. <laughs> yes, See? it's great. I used to love that stuff. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest, every time you walk in a gym. Pipe it up, man! That's why does everybody talk like this in a gym? I don't know why that is. I mean, I'm talking about lifting gyms. I was going like, to say,
2: if I walked into Lifetime, a bar class, no, 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 and she's no. like,
1: get out, get out, yourself some Let's free go.
2: weights, I'd be yeah. like, ah!
1: God, I just, uh, there was a place called the gym out in Plymouth. Mm-hmm. The it was gym. By, it was owned by uh, the Road Warriors and, and another buddy of mine.
2: And GYM, Loved right? Not, GYM. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if there was some weird take on Jim, like the man.
1: What is wrong with you?
2: I was just thinking, making sure.
1: Is there alcohol in that drink of yours right now? I mm-hmm. <laughs> goes, well, there's a po- Oh Jesus, we gotta take a break here. We will take a break and be we'll try to stay on time here. But I you know, look, I, I love the fact before we do go to break, we, we have got to get back to I'm not you. I'm not gonna do everything the way you want to do things. We're not the same person. If I Commit a crime, yeah, take me to task. If I'm being a pain in the ass to everybody other than, you know, I don't do what you do. Yeah, These people need to get the hell out of our faces. I mean, I'm very serious about that. And I think, and this is just my opinion, that those same people are using people's skin color to make themselves more money. Mm-hmm. They're using people for either their sex, their skin color, their whatever. Everybody gets lumped into the same. You're all the same. No, we're not all the same. Sorry. We just aren't.
2: No, there's something to it, the idea of grouping off or whatever. Or it's the idea of even having to categorize people. Um, who needs it? Who needs it? And Tom and Howard both emailed us in. Uh, they're very upset at you. It was a jaguar that she was on in the white snake. It was a
1: jaguar? Right jaguar. Hmm. should have known that. But wait a second. She said jaguar, so it doesn't count. Jaguar?
2: Jaguar. Yeah.
1: Jag- jaguar. Jaguar. That's how they said it. I did one Jaguar commercial, and they said, Tom, it's pronounced Jaguar. We're on I different. I'm not saying Jaguar, okay? I'll say <laughs> Jaguar, but I ain't saying Jaguar.
2: Um, I That's did, how you
1: say it in England. Apparently.
2: Sure. I did an Audi commercial, and I drive an Audi, and I did not say it right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, say? Addy?
2: I said, uh, not like, naughty, Audi.
1: Audi. Yeah. one oh, said Audi. You said Audi. Yeah, close enough.
2: No, they were not excited <laughs> about that. They were not. I
1: was in a commercial. And
2: yeah. I, yeah, yeah I'll say that's. I haven't done too many. And like, keep in mind, I drive one. Oh, so I mean, it's just not talked about much, I guess.
1: I understand. Okay, we're just going to take off because we ran over every possible <laughs> that's break. Fine. Nah, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about. It. Yeah, we'll take a break and we'll get. Well, actually, we only have Kristen Bird coming up in this morning, so that's cool, mm-hmm. right? That's fine. We will be right back right after this. As you know, my friend Mike Lendell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. He created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. We should get you a Giza Dream sheet set because the baby's keeping you up.
2: Yeah, that'll be the solution. I it mean, will at be. be. At least it'd be nice, but yeah. Well, talk
1: to Dawn and Mike. Or uh,
2: I just need, well, they also can watch the baby.
1: Yeah, there you go. Mike found the world's best cotton. It's called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is a sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream bed sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all My Pillow products, including MyPillow 2.0 Mattress Topper, MyPillow Towel Sets, and so much more. Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com, make sure you use the promo code TOM. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant for Bradshaw and Bryant. If you've been hurt in a car collision, it's traumatic enough. You don't need to waste time and energy on the legal stuff. Think of us as a partner who will guide you through the process. First off, you need to recover. But part of that is getting the compensation you deserve. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we'll work hard so you can get the rest you need during the trying months after a personal injury. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we understand how important it is to make our clients comfortable. So we build each client relationship on the pillars of honesty and transparency. Don't miss out on what's rightfully yours. We'll go to bat for you. For your free case consultation, please visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. I'm Mike Bryant, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to Bradshaw Bryant.
4: Find Bradshaw Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
0: With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured, Bradshaw Bryant.
1: Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Welshire. It's difficult to put in words the relationship that we have with North American Banking Company. You know, they've been there from the very beginning with our vision of providing quality dementia care for individuals. And they've been a partner all the way through. They uh, really are uh, there for us. For information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabankco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender.
4: Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? Hubbard Interactive can help. They're a Google Premier Partner so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp. Plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect.
3: Hey folks, Judd get here, and you know the unofficial start of summer is just two weeks away. You could lose up to 10 pounds by Memorial Day with Livia's doctor-recommended program. Look and feel your best with the weight loss program voted number one in Minnesota. Receive personalized and guided support from Livia's team of experts. Join today and receive three months free. What are you waiting for? Get summer ready with Livia. Call today, 855-GO-LIVIA, or visit Livia.com. You know, I lost 40 pounds more than a year ago now with the help of my friends, from Livia, and here's the most important thing. Their nutritionists and dietitians also help you keep the weight off. We've all lost weight before. The question is, can you keep the weight off? And with Livia, their program, the answer is most definitely start your success today and get summer ready. Call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Join now and receive three months free. That's right. Call now 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com and receive three months free. Come to Livia to experience life-changing weight loss.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. And now, great moments in sports pet talks. On the Tom Bernard Show. Kids, get that damn rotary record.
1: That was
0: great moments in sports pet
2: talks. <laughs> Those are so good.
1: Why don't you make me suffer through Gelfand an extra day this week?
2: We're coming for you, Rotary.
1: We're coming for you, man. Don't be a stiff. Go to Cliffs. <laughs> Rudy that was so a funny. real deal, you know.
2: Rudy's so funny.
1: There really was a place called Cliffs, and their their commercial said, don't be a stiff, come to Cliffs.
2: <laughs> and it was, you said, tailoring or, or um soup making, right? Yeah, I
1: believe so, yeah. I believe don't that's be what it a, was.
2: Attack your don't clientele.
1: Don't be a
2: to I love that. <laughs> you don't want to be a stiff.
1: Oh, I used to love listening to KUXL. It's not even around anymore. Uh, it was, what, 1570 AM, I think is what it was. Uh, KUXL. And then, like, Kimoja, What? that's on FM, though, right, Kamoja?
0: <laughs> yeah, 89-something uh, or <clears throat> You're another. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. Indeed.
2: You're still a KUXL in Texas, so... Oh,
1: it's down in Texas now? Yeah. They stole our call letters.
2: First the North Stars, now this. You
1: know who the star announcer was on KUXL when I was a kid?
2: Who? That?
1: Huh? Anyone? Anyone? No, of
2: course we don't.
1: And he talked like this, too. His voice was kind of like this. We'll be right back after this uh, from the Temptations of KUXL. Did so he would talk like that?
2: Was it a radio name or his real name?
1: I don't know. You'll have to be the judge of that.
2: I have a feeling radio. You
1: ready? Should I say his name in his voice? Yes, sure. please. This is KUXL 1570. You're listening to Pharaoh Black. Oh, that's a goddamn name right there. Yeah, Yeah. baby. Pharaoh Black. And it (laughs) wasn't Pharaoh either. It was Pharaoh. Pharaoh Black. Pharaoh Black. Pharaoh, if you're still out there, give us a call. I want to talk to Pharaoh Black right now.
2: Hey, Pharaoh, if you're still out there, can you come weekly? Like, can you become one of (laughs)
1: our... (laughs) Come come in every... Oh, every Thursday, be here with Gelfand. That'll be a good combo. Our
2: Tuesday, we could sprinkle in some Pharaoh...
1: I wonder if Farrow Black is still around. because that, that was a long time ago. That was that was still in high school, I believe, or maybe nineteen, maybe.
2: Yeah, googling so. it is not super helpful. I bet not.
1: So there's no Farrow Blacks in the phone book.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm still, I'll work on that one. I think that might take a little bit more than a casual Google.
1: You might be. Well, that was a long time ago. That was fifty years ago, probably. Maybe even more than that, fifty-five. Holy now. buckets! It's a long time ago. That's all I have to say. Uh, so yeah, we talked about the you know, Miller Lite, uh, woke ad, they're being canceled. But did, Rudy, you made a point. You didn't think there was a woke ad. You thought they were making fun of woke ads.
0: No, I thought that they were doing a woke ad and, oh. people, and people were like, okay, now we're done with it. Cause now you're pandering to us. Yeah. Now we're starting to feel like you are doing all of these things and before it was okay to do it. And now we're just tired of these companies just shoving their agendas down our yeah. throat because they think that's what we want to see.
2: I hate, to, I hate to sound like that person, but just make beer, okay? Like, you don't have to do more than that. Like, just make us beer, and that's it. I don't even drink, but just make beer, and people will drink it. You don't, we don't have to have anything else extra added.
1: That's it? Yeah. We're good to go?
2: Like, I remember when this was a way and I did a deep dive on this, but when Chick-fil-A came out and was like, hey... We're not. We're, we're putting money towards, it was like, this was so long ago. And then they came back and they're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to not have an opinion on anything. Yeah, because they were,
1: were anti-abortion, I think.
2: Yes. Yeah. And they were like, we're going to not have an opinion on anything. We're going to make chicken. We're not going to put any more money towards anything. And I was like, that's, yeah. that's that's clutch. No, I agree. And so it's like, why are these beer companies? They're,
1: I, I don't know what the, because everybody, there's this, Suck ass outfit in America now that you all you have to believe everything we believe and you don't get your chance to say anything. This is how it should look we're human. We're all very, very different. You know? Absolutely.
2: Okay. I come from seven kids. Me too. And if one of my siblings, let's say, got knocked up, my
1: mm-hmm. only
2: job was to lay low and not and stay out of the limelight. Miller Light. Bud Light was your pregnant sibling and you could have just laid low and been the favorite. <laughs>
1: That's true.
2: But why did you have to go, "Hey, look at me," or "Hey, this is this." You just had to lay low and now you're adding this? I could run these marketing teams. I who is running these things?
1: I have a question for you and I'm not trying to be a smart ass here. I just it made me think of this. Sure. Listen to you talk. I'm positive. <laughs>
2: okay, okay, let's hear it.
1: So I grew up, like I said, I had like 22 friends and 18 of them are dead now, unfortunately, but some of them died quite young and quite violently. But, so I have a question for you Uh on this whole situation. If they want to do things their way and I want to do things my way and we still run in the same crowd, why is this a problem? I was not a lot like most of my friends. I mean, we had things in common, but I was not a lot like them. Why were we able to get along? and I'm not trying to be a smartass here and say that anybody else is wrong. That's not what I'm saying. No. I'm just saying this is my, my life yeah. that I grew up. I had six brothers and sisters. None of my brothers ever uh, was involved in an early pregnancy, nor either one of my sisters. Yeah. None of us, oh, I was going to say none of us went to jail, but that's not true. <laughs> for, how about this? None of us went to jail for a long period of none time. None of you
2: we went to prison?
1: Yeah, we no, none of us went to prison. That's there a good go. way to put it. Yeah. I mean, we we were raised by a single woman who was never home because she was always working. Yeah. Why didn't we get in all this trouble that everybody gets in? I don't know. And I'm not trying to say we're a superior, but I just understand how. Well, for me, I guarantee you, it was I didn't want to disappoint my mother.
2: Well, there you go. I mean, all you can speak of, speak on is why you think you did the things you did, because you'll never know. No, exactly you never will. Why your siblings have you know the paths they've taken. But that's really interesting. I think that's very interesting.
1: Well, and the fact of the matter being, why should I, because you had a different life than I did, why should you care about mine or I care about yours? You do what you do. If you, you know, it was always, oh, I made a mistake. I got a girl pregnant. Remember, that was always the slogan kind of thing. Oh, mm-hmm. well, was it a mistake? Was it? Yeah. When you took off your pants, was that a mistake? <laughs> I mean, I just this whole thing now that your politics has to be involved in my life, and I'm talking about both sides here. Yeah, I d- get out of my face with your. You have to act just like me. No, I do not.
2: Miller Lite, you had one job.
1: Was, I agree. It
2: was just to just to chill out, and you screwed that up.
1: Do you think we'll ever, we'll ever overcome this craziness that's so apparently available worldwide?
2: I actually do, I'm, but I'm one God, of those I annoying so. optimists. I feel like we've already, things have gotten a little better where you can still be, like I feel like a very open-minded person and I can still make fun of any side yeah. and I don't get like pigeonholed yeah, as this it. or that. So, yeah. And also I just surround myself with people that are not going to take themselves all that seriously.
1: I couldn't agree more.
0: So, yeah. Uh, real quick, just to get to an article that I looked up for KUXL. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Ooh, tell us more. So
0: y- you are right about it. Uh, you know, Minneapolis and the community. There was a guy that I find this article to be very interesting. It's very long, and they make mentions of Faral Black and uh, some Love of the, some of the other guys that were on the radio station. But one of the reasons why they decided to keep his name Pharaoh Black, I mm-hmm. love this, is because Richard J. Miller, the president of the St. Louis radio station KXLW, who must have have a tie to uh, KUXL, mm-hmm. said that... Um, Let me see this here. Announcers on white stations used their own names while black DJs were given the name of a clown, a name in keeping up with the false and grotesque stereotype of the idiotic, smiling Negro. He becomes Uncle Snuffy, Radio Daddy, or the Catman.
1: (laughs) Uh-oh. I was used and didn't even know it. Because that was Jim Chanel's idea to call me Catman. I should... I'm going to demand reparations. Yeah. I am. crazy. I didn't. I, people always told me I, I sound black because of the tone of my voice. So now, I'm coming after the dough.
2: <laughs> it. How many years later are you gonna go for? You're gonna say, how long ago was the Catman?
1: Uh, I was the last time I was Catman it was 1976.
2: Okay, so man. maybe
1: 77. No, 76.
2: They were good at... Well, I mean, they,
1: people, but people like the Siegel brothers all called me Catman. So they were... that's so, how they knew me.
2: They were so good at using you that you didn't even realize it till, what, 50 years later?
1: You know, that was Hubbard that did that. That's fine. <laughs> oh, so Play no. us
2: like a fiddle. <laughs> Daddy did, and mommy. I oh, Chanel
1: did that. Played <laughs> me like a fiddle. I'm
2: fine. I'm,
1: Jim Chanel was the PD.
2: You think my real name's Brittany Arneson? Yes. Yeah, yep, it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Now, Kristen Burt, I think that's a fake name. I it's, do, too. It's made it's up.
4: so fake. You know, it's real.
1: In What's fact, going on, my Gladys? In
4: birth name, too.
1: Your birth name was Kristen Burt?
4: It is, yes. Sure
1: there you go. Yep. So I have, a, I have a question for you, and we're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but the fact that you live in Los Angeles. Are people growing tired of the extreme positions of both the left and the right?
4: I think there's a lot less political talk these days. Yeah, You you know, and we're seeing, you know, the one good thing that we saw, especially even at the Oscars this year, less political chatter in the acceptance speeches. Because people really just want to hear you cry over, I don't know, your mom or something like that or the struggle you had to get to the Oscar instead of listening to... you know, a political position or just thanking your agent and your manager and your business manager and all of the people on your team, you know, that type of thing. So I think it's, I think we have at least taken a couple of steps back.
1: I hope so because it's getting really obnoxious. This whole thing with Miller Lite now, they're going after Miller Lite because there were women in bikinis or something, whatever, right? Now I will tell you that back in the day growing up, I had a friend, and I won't say what his name was. He was a black man in America today. And if I brought this up to him today, if i well, he's not around anymore, unfortunately. He's no longer with us. But if I brought it up to him today, you know what he'd say about that? What would he say? I'd say uh, blah, 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 because I don't want to say his name. Uh, A lot of people going after Miller Lite right now um, uh, because uh, they have bikinis in their ads. And he goes, are there women that are coming after I said, yeah, they are. Bikinis, huh? I said, yep. Well, they probably got a fat ass. I loved him so much. The reason you don't know, like bikinis is because you got a fat
3: ass.
2: Which is actually oh. a real reason to wear a bikini. <laughs> oh, exactly. is it really? I was say is it really? Like <laughs> swung in a different direction. It and sure has. has. Like a at first, juicy booty. Yeah, at first I first thought oh, he was throw it, like saying, like, "Yeah, that's a good reason to wear it." That <laughs> you, fat ass. You know, and it's so
4: funny. <laughs> yesterday, um, they released the cover models for. Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. Oh, yeah. And Martha Stewart. <clears throat>
1: I saw the that. The
4: oldest supermodel. <laughs> I'm calling her a supermodel. But the oldest person ever on the cover. She's 81. She looks amazing. And she took it seriously. She liked, was like, I did Pilates. I ate right. So you can be, I, I would call um, Martha Stewart definitely kind of her own feminist icon. You can be a feminist icon and be on a cover of the Sports illustrated swimsuit. Uh, That's the exact point.
1: That's an exact that's a beautiful point you're making. She can do it because she earned it. She can do whatever it's her life. Let her do what she wants. Now is she the one that was caged heat or was that somebody else?
4: (laughs) She did go to federal prison. I thought
1: she did, yeah.
4: (laughs) She went to Camp Cupcake, they called it
1: I want what to go they, there if I ever go the, to prison. the
4: easier federal prisons, and she taught, like, yeah. she did her, a really good job behind prison walls. She made good use of her time. She was helping them learn to bake and how to knit, and, I mean, she actually took her lifestyle mogul skills and taught these women, and she was very popular from what I understand. I could People see loved that. loved
1: her. Now, I got to ask the both of you women in the room, and you've already made a statement, and Brittany already made a statement, why is it... And I don't know if it's these woke people or not or whatever. So now wearing a bikini is a horrible thing. Why?
4: Oh, I don't it, think so. Oh, I, they—they're
1: I um, the, 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 this. They're coming after this Miller Lite ad big time.
4: Well, I mean, I think to sell beer, it's like. And I will say this, because I used to, and I don't even know if they still exist, but there were Miller Lite girls. I didn't do yeah. that, but I used yep. to represent an alcohol brand in bars. I did Grey oh. Goose Vodka back in the day. Oh, yeah, okay. And they would have us dressed in, like, these just black outfits. They were fine. I mean, like, little black dresses. They were cute. But I, I think that, the, you know, if you're putting women in bikinis in a bar with alcohol, which does happen. It did it used to happen back in the day with Miller Lite things can happen because people get drunk people get handsy and it kind of like those two kind of tie in together yeah the sexual harassment tying into what some people uh, view as a sexist view of women in bikinis to sell alcohol so it's a very mixed message and you have to be really clear with your advertising of why you're doing this
1: okay am i a hypocrite because i just thought of something the two of you both women said, well, that's they do what they do, wearing a bikini, and if you have a big butt, that's fine, and everything. So you went that way, right? Is it okay for me as a man to say, I cannot even look at a banana hammock? I can't do it. Those men that were, it's literally a, a little piece of thread and then something covering their package, isn't that? Uh, that looks a little uncomfortable?
4: <laughs> yeah. It's your choice. not to wear one. It's your choice not to look at one. But I would tell you, back in the day, before they wore those like full suits, the Olympic swimmers in like their tiny little Speedos yeah. they looked fabulous. They looked amazing. They
1: did. I, I agree. But this one is just literally covering the genitals and nothing else.
4: And there are some bathing suits that are like that too for women.
1: Oh, there are. Okay.
4: Yeah. I mean, a lot of them. Don't cover the bottom anymore, your your butt anymore. You know, they go right up the crack. They're called (laughs)
2: cheeky. A lot of people don't like that. They're cheeky. They're cheeky. cheeky. And they're (laughs) cheeky. I think, you know, Chris, and we were talking about this earlier, and I'm so a fan of neutrality. Like, clothing cannot be inherently evil. It cannot be good. Wearing a bikini doesn't make you a good person or a bad person. (laughs) Having um, a big butt does not make you a good person or a bad person. If I see the edge of your ball sneak out of a banana hammock, Ish. it's fine. I'm so about, like, as long as you're not, like, standing over me and being like, look at this, then I don't care what you wear. Go for it. Yeah, I exactly.
1: agree. And you do what you, you, you got to do, right?
2: You got to do what true. you got to do.
1: Do you think we'll ever get to a point again, in at least America, the world is probably shot, but it, can we ever get back to a kind of a tolerant middle how about that? What, what do you think of that act? If we could tolerate people murdering one another and let them out of prison early, like we're trying to do with every murderer in the country, why is it okay to tolerate murder but not a swimsuit? That's a little odd to me.
4: You know, it goes to goes through like so many cycles too, because a lot of these become cultural touch points, and they become mm-hmm. cultural touch points on tv shows and i'm talking about those you know biased news both sides we'll will we'll pick something we'll pick a topic because oh, they know bullshit. it'll have viewer outrage and things like that and i do hope that we're pulling back a little bit on on some of these news channels and like trying to find like let's just report the news let's report what's happening with our elections let's report Absolutely. what's happening in our country and not find outrage in the most ridiculous things so you know and i think we're we're seeing them pull back a little bit with fox news we no longer have tucker carlson who was it who was a lightning rod for a lot of things mm-hmm. i know some people like him but understand that he caused a lot of discourse and helped with some misinformation and That happens to the other networks, too. So don't, you know, but I'm hoping that everyone kind of sees what's happening, sees what's happening with the lawsuits and starts pulling back on that because (laughs) it's not helping society whatsoever.
1: No, it's not. And and that's we've been talking about that on this show the whole time it's been on. And I talked about it on my previous show quite a bit is these guys are lying to you because they make more money by lying to you. And the
4: evidence is there, and that's the other thing we need to say. The Dominion lawsuit, if you didn't believe it before, take a look at the court documents, which are all public record. They are those text messages that were released. All of those radio, uh, TV personalities, and it was Tucker Carlson, it was uh, Jeannie Pirro, it was... uh, Maria Bartiromo and Mm -hmm. who am I missing Sean Hannity those four their text messages they were saying one thing on the air to you yeah I know something else in their text their group text messages to each other
1: and that's what they all do on both sides CNN does the same damn thing I I can't watch any of it anymore I just can't
4: right and exactly if we pulled group text messages from another network it's going to be something very similar and that's where I was like, find yourself unbiased news sources and just get the facts, people.
1: It's not easy to do. I, I mean, the biggest problem that I, that I have with, with all of this with, like, you know, Fox, I don't watch anymore. I don't watch CNN anymore. My, my wife, again, talked to me about not doing that. She, it, it, all it does is piss you off. So why do you even watch that stuff? Because CNN's big crime— was supporting this Russian disinformation BS that everybody knew was BS, but CNN couldn't wait to get on TV and tell you how true it all was. Well, now we've gone through the court system, found out it was a flat-out lie, just like the other thing was a flat-out lie. So when are we going to stop allowing people from both parties to to lie in our face? Got to stop.
4: (laughs) Well, people are starting to be held accountable, and I think we're starting to see a lot of that. And hopefully with what what has been happening and playing itself through the court systems like george santos is one.
1: You know? Oh my god there's another <laughs> genius
4: you know he's a, rep- a congressperson from new york if people don't know um and he sold a whole web of lies to get himself elected to congress so <laughs> he he's being held accountable god. and um we will see how that plays out of course in the court system as well but uh i hope people are watching that i hope people are realizing yeah. that you know you can't Accountability instead of cancel culture, accountability culture. I think is extremely. I
1: important. love that. That's a great accountability culture. Sounds good to me. I, I, and like I said, I like Democrats. I like Republicans. I like centrists. It's these people on the on the far left and the far right. I can't take any of them anymore. All they do is make. The, I did make one huge mistake last night because I'm avoiding watching the news. Right? I watch the local news because it doesn't get political. I watched it. I can't remember the. I, th- I think the series is called, like, While the Rest of Us Die or something. I think that's the name of, of the series. And last night it was about uh, food and farming. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you never, ever want to look at Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos again, watch that show. Those people, particularly Bill Gates, funded uh, regenerations of food that's nowhere near as healthy for us. You know that he is the biggest landowner in the world?
2: He owns that makes sense. He
1: owns land in like 18 states in America. And it's all to grow food that he processes. He's got his own set up. And I guess, well, they claimed on the show it might be deadly, as a matter of fact.
4: Well, I, if anyone vacations in Europe, if you've ever been... And Americans, this happens a lot. They're like, I lost like eight pounds while I was in Europe and I ate my face off. I was eating yes. carbs. Yep. Things that we're told all the time, like I'm eating carbs. But remember, you're essentially getting farm to table food in Europe or there's a lot of preservatives that we have in our food here in the US that are not allowed in Europe. Mm-hmm. It's why even, you know, I get it. We're doing more walking in Europe, you're, but you're still eating more calories. You're still losing weight because their food source is more pure. And I think that that's anyone who goes over you know what pretty much anywhere in the world you notice that you feel better you don't feel bloated and disgusting well it's because of our food sources here in the U.S. and that's
1: what they said in the show last night that in America you're never ever gonna get full because the food you're eating makes you hungrier that's, uh... so you'll buy more of it isn't that just disgusting that they got away with that
4: Yep, it's why you have to actually Ugh. read ingredients on your food. You do. When you oh, go you food shopping, yep. you just need, literally need to be able to read everything and not go, what is that? I have no idea. I can't even pronounce that.
1: Indeed. So be careful what you eat and do the best you possibly can and move forward, right? Just eat at McDonald's. What do you think? <laughs> That'll be it. You
4: know what? There's nothing that beats an icy cold fountain Coke for McDonald's. See, oh, there
1: I- you go. That no, is no
4: talking. lie whatsoever. And I know people, um, I don't drink Diet Coke, but those of you who drink Diet mm. Coke will probably say the same thing. The ratio of syrup to CO2 is chef's kiss.
2: A Diet Coke and a vanilla cone used oh. to be my jam. Oh, I love that. If the
4: ice cream machine's
2: working. Yeah. <laughs> <you> <laughs> That's
1: McDonald's? true. I don't know what that, that is. That is true. Yep. Well, look at all we learned today. So, so I think instead of looking at people like, oh, my God, you're so anti this anti. No, no, no. I just can't take the edges anymore. Far left, far right. Shut up and stay away from me. I want to live my life. You go be miserable by yourself. Because they're miserable people. Does anything make you happy? I got a great wife and kids and friends and grandkids, and I got a lot of great stuff in my life. I mean, not Brittany and Rudy, but everything
2: else. In you comparison, know,
1: though. What's we, that? we
2: set a good comparison. Yes, that's yes. Right.
1: you did me a huge favor. All right, sister. So we will we, we'll settle in. I just literally, if somebody wants to wear a bikini on a Miller Lite commercial, who cares? Right?
4: I think I, I will say the, the bikini on a Miller Lite commercial runs into a lot of issues for, for some women. Like because what? you have to understand, it's like it is a sexist, because you're, you're appealing to men.
1: But and that's guess not what? Sexist. Women often drink beer. You're appealing to men, that's their job. I,
2: But women drink beer,
1: too. I don't know any women that drink a lot of beer. I
2: don't, but I mean,
4: there are plenty of women
2: that do Well, that's why, like, the marketing is not exactly ingenious, but, like, I wouldn't say it's inherently bad. I just think, like, sometimes you close off your... It seems like beer does not want to make money nowadays, where they are very, like, we're going to only (laughs) market to these people. Oh, Okay. And I hope that there's a yin and yang, and that they're smart enough to maybe throw some man candy up there. But at the same time,
4: I'm not
1: man wor- candy. I'm
2: not worried about their bottom line.
1: No, I'm not either.
4: They're doing fine. But you know what? Beer is always like that Americana ad, like sell a bunch of Americana because we're all Americans, and those who want to drink beer, it's going to be men and women, not just men. No, Appeals I understand everyone. that.
1: But I just, I don't get upset by it. First of all, I'm not going to go buy a beer because a woman appeared in a bikini. <laughs> yeah, I think, You know, I don't care. That's so
2: funny to me, too. I don't know how, if that ever goes into play when somebody's buying. I remember... Do you remember being a kid and you'd go in some guy's garages and you'd know that they would have, like, the beer poster or the beer thing? Oh,
0: the Snap-on tools com- uh, calendar? Oh, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I'd just go sit out in the garage because my old man had one of those hanging up.
2: Yeah, isn't that funny? And I don't know if you make choices built off those photos. But, again, now we're getting into a deeper hole of what works, what doesn't marketing-wise. Mm-hmm. I
1: like I deeper holes.
2: Think, <laughs> what was the last thing,
4: the last <laughs> commercial you watched that made you buy something? I I don't know. I don't watch commercials, so I can't really say I've been highly influenced. We
1: probably don't know. We probably don't even remember why we're buying it. That's probably true.
2: Mine was Power Lodge.
1: I love Power Lodge.
2: Yep, that got me.
1: Oh, you mean with the pontoon? Yeah. I oh, okay. That was good. <laughs> Here we go. I was
2: trying to set us up, saying that like our commercials.
1: Let work. me let me get my wallet out <laughs> for Brittany's pontoon. Thank you. I do an okay. ad for. a place. Uh, That's
2: a good one. Travel
4: commercials might get you. Mm-hmm. But like the food commercials, beverage commercials really go. Oh my gosh! I need to get that burger. If I see some tits, then yeah.
1: Then oh yeah. my God! Here we <laughs> go. Do you have one more minute? I do. Because I want to bring something up, because I I just literally brought this up, I think, last week, that uh, I quit going to college after one day because I was talking to all the people in the class before the professor got there, and they were just nice, normal Minnesota people. And then as soon as the professor walked in, they all acquired this slightly British accent. Because I guess they thought it made them smarter, right? They're like, oh, professor, how are you doing today? So it wasn't exactly a British accent, but it, it leaned heavily toward British accent right? Mm-hmm. I just saw a headline today that's so weird because that was many years ago. But check this out. There's a new trend. Speaking with a British accent because you're nervous. Do you oh. think going all the way back that these people were nervous and that's why they did that? I hmm. wonder if that's true.
2: Hmm.
1: I've never seen that explanation before because they terrible all did i
4: accents, so I think that would be weird if I did that. Um,
1: Professor... You can say, Professor.
2: Professor.
4: See, See you know. did it! Touchdown!
1: Touchdown!
2: Uh, professor. Professor. How are you doing, Professor? I don't know what accent you guys are doing, but it is <laughs> it's the made-up one. British. No. no, and I'm like, the only
4: accent I can like do that's exaggerated is a New England accent, and it has to be exaggerated. I can't do it like in a normal conversational voice. So
1: I understand. Be professor. All right, Pally. We'll talk to you, to- Professor. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, you've made me nervous now. I must go on.
4: I will see you actually. In Don't a do that. Of head she
1: doing family. this too. She's actually going to see
4: you on the family podcast. Yes, I look hours. forward to it. Ten forty-five, but I'll see you everyone else tomorrow.
1: Thank you. Bye. Bye, Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back right after this. I promise.
3: This is the Tom Bernard Morning
0: Show. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President at North American Banking Company.
1: And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company.
2: As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses.
1: And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new, inexperienced banker.
2: In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us.
1: When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking. they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You know, I've always said you can't count on two nice weekends in a row until mid-June in Minnesota. Well, once again, I'm right. What better time to lose weight like I'm doing with mnfatloss.com? The program has been great for me. I've lost 20 pounds, and I've been on the program for exactly one month today. I'm not feeling hungry. I am feeling a lot healthier, and I've got plenty of energy. You know me. I'm not going to count points or eat prepackaged meals. Certainly no hypnosis is going to happen. I wouldn't follow a fat loss program that isn't safe. I've got to be around to do this podcast because my name's on the show. You know what I'm saying? I'm proving that you can lose 20 to 30 pounds in just a couple of months. Do yourself a favor and check out the program at mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary, but I'm losing weight, and I do feel great. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day, by the way, no exercise required schedule your free consultation go to mnfatloss.com that's mnfatloss.com be sure to tell them that tom bernard sent you there's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killibrew. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew root beer and cream soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew root beer and cream soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com.
1: Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Twenty years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. And more great news on the MyPillow 2.0, buy one, get one free offer with promo code TOM. MyPillow 2.0, with its temperature-regulating technology, is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive the MyPillow 2.0 buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought My Pillow couldn't get any better, My Pillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Promo code TOM or call 800-516-5146 to get your My Pillow 2.0s now. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast. I love that the end when it goes boom boom. Why is there a boom at the end of it?
2: It's help a marker. Boom. Boom.
1: It all works out in the end, ladies and gentlemen. It is National Barbecue Day. Why would they have Barbecue Day on a Tuesday?
2: I think it's just like May 16th, so it just keeps I mean, falling on. But you're right. It should be it the around, first. Right? Oh, I like that. That's what I think they should do with Halloween. Move it. And it should always be like the last Saturday of the month.
1: Aren't they trying to get rid of it now? They're trying to get rid of Halloween because it's too no. much fun? That's what I saw in the national
2: news. Weird little hole you found that in. No, nobody's trying to get rid of Holloway. I think it
1: was called CBS. I'm not sure. Yeah,
2: well, that's a little hole.
1: (laughs) Ooh, I'm telling Frank Vassalero you said that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not scared of Frank.
1: See, now that's a perfect example of how I approach life. You know, as I told you, I like Democrats, I like Republicans. I don't like extremists, but I like Democrats, I like Republicans. I like Chris Eggert, and I like Frank Vassalero. They're direct. Well, they're not direct competitors because Frank's on at night and, and uh, Chris is on in the morning, so that's a different setup, right?
2: Yeah, I would like to see them like arm wrestle, and then that's who I'll be.
1: They're both about. They're about the same size. Frank yeah. might be a little taller. A little maybe. taller. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's about right. Yeah,
2: they're both pretty tall guys. Like whenever yeah. I see them, I don't realize that when until we oh, see yeah, them in person, like and I'm like, whoa, 6'4". Yeah. yeah,
1: they both are. And then you got, we got to get Shelby in here again. I know. I miss Shelby. I haven't seen him in a while.
2: I love him. And I love Frank Vassalero's dogs, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not him, but his dogs.
2: I actually really like That's him, really but really I nice love here. his dogs.
1: I could see that.
2: Yeah. There's nothing
1: wrong with loving dogs. No. Honestly, God, Jude last night, he just literally, because he was gone. I'm so for three,
2: happy. Three or four days. Yeah.
1: He literally would. He just stayed. He stretched himself out so his head was kind of like about two inches to the right of me, and his tail was about two inches to the left of Catherine. He's like he's like totally stretched out. I'm being by both, yeah.
2: Because I I know Alex probably treated him like a million bucks, but they, she also probably treated him like one of the many things that she's dealing with. You know, like. Oh, you
1: don't know the story, huh?
2: Oh no, what happened?
1: Alex went with Catherine.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. So Dan watched. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Exactly. I forget. I knew that, actually. Yeah, I absolutely... we
1: were working here in the rain, you know, pouring rain. Don't and worry about it.
2: And so I'm sure Dan treated Jude lovely, but...
1: He likes their dogs, too.
2: But you know what? Hmm. He's not nearly... Nobody's dogs are nearly as spoiled as Jude, so... Oh, there's no
1: question about it. And by the way, if there was a choice to be made, when we're both there, that's great. But there's a choice to be made, I lose every time. Yeah. Catherine is the queen of the earth for him, and that's just how it is.
2: And what I really like about Jude is, like, who, I can't, I obviously don't get to hold him or pet him if Beauty. Catherine's around that much, but the minute Catherine's gone and he looks at you and he looks at me and he's like, which one looks a little more
1: like mom? And <laughs> yeah, I'll get him. Exactly. I get him to
2: acquire Jude. I took him to a wedding in South Dakota once, Jude.
1: There you go. You guys,
2: I was watching him, and I was like, well, I have to go to this wedding. Can I take him? And Catherine's like, we do not care. That dog. He is not a stranger to a hotel room. Bed. Oh,
1: no, no, no. He's, <laughs> well, this isn't a Marriott.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what he was mostly pissed about. <laughs> he was like, two out of ten on the Continental Breakfast.
1: <laughs> that's about it. He too. was the
2: hit of the wedding, and there's a video I have of him. It was this really fun, they had this restored their family barn, and it was a really fun wedding. And, um, he was in heaven because uh, a roll of toilet paper oh, yeah. flew oh. in the grass. And oh. he would have because th- he's like obsessed with chasing things. Yes. And there was like 12 people videotaping him unrolling like <laughs> these toilet paper rolls and running across this farmland. And I was just that's like, cutie. do I have to pick that? Do I have to claim him? Do I have to pick that up? I'm like, whose dog true. is yeah. this?
1: Well, get that thing under control, would you? <laughs>
2: Somebody. I'll, oh, I'll grab him God. for now, but I'll find the owner. <laughs>
1: My favorite still name, because he was named Jude because of Hey Jude. Yeah. I, I think Alex actually brought it up to Catherine. You guys are went, big Beatles fans. Yeah, we are big Beatles fans. That's true. So his name is Jude after Hey Jude. Yeah. But I will never forget the first time we walked on the beach in Palm Beach, Florida. And Jude was causing trouble getting, to, you know, so Catherine, and he kind of ran off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Catherine had to yell for him. Yeah. The one word you don't want to yell in Palm Beach is Jude. Because I yeah. can't hear the D. It sounded like she went, Jew!
2: Yeah, it's not great.
1: <laughs> like 50 people turned around and stared at That's her. That's why I call and she it. Judah. Judah.
2: Judah. You got to throw the E on there. I always go, Judy!
1: Judy. Yeah, Judy. That's what Judy. you get. Good idea. But Asuka, I will never forget that. They all turned their head like, oh my God, what the hell is that? <laughs>
2: know we had, oh God, this is such a bad story. But my cousins, and this, they, uh, so it was my aunt and uncle, and my cousins had this. Uh, new not newfoundland and Airedale
1: oh yeah named
2: yep. digger but Uh-oh. they had a little kid who had a hard time saying it and we're always like no no chris you don't have to say it no mm-hmm. no we'll we'll get we'll get oh, digger yeah. we will get digger and he's like <laughs> just screaming it and we're like no 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 we <laughs> got this Let's
1: not do that well same thing happened to mortall remember that what
2: was his dog's name he was in
1: a he was in, it wasn't oh, his no. dog it was his son nick
2: oh yeah oh i don't know that and his
1: nickname was nickers yeah
2: mm. Not great.
1: And he was looking for him once in a grocery store in the city. Yeah. And he kept hollering, Nickers, Nickers. That's not great. Mm, didn't go over too big, I will tell you. No. <laughs> like, oh my God.
2: Nothing's more mortified. Nick. 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 Yeah. Um, My <laughs> child.
1: Uh, my child, come to me.
2: Why stepdad? And this is, he had no ill intent, but I think right. the kiddos named his, their black lab spook. and it Yeah, was, because, of, yeah. Yeah. They,
1: Dogs were spook back in the day.
2: And yeah. I didn't know until later that that was that. We grew up with spook. We love spook. I didn't even realize later that mm-hmm. was some racially charged, terrible word. I had no idea.
1: Yeah, I don't know where they came up with spook for black people. What, how, I don't know. And maybe it's that so Because are spooks old. white?
2: I don't know. Maybe it's so old. That you're like, a spook. I feel like a spook. You should be. I know. I hate that we said that. Oh, God.
1: Oh, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're not calling anybody. I called you that name. That's
2: true. Like, that doesn't make it better. But no, I, it's, it's funny. You have no idea things are racially whatever when you're running around like a little kid. Yeah. I, oh,
1: God, no. Yeah, no
2: idea. Right. until nope. Then you find out and you just go, oh, God.
0: I had an old program director get on my case one time because on the air I had said, "Well, I don't know. Let's just call a spade a spade." Oh, for Christ! And he was sake. like, "You can't say that." I was like, what? "What do you mean I can't say that?" Is it, he it goes, for cards? That's what yeah, I thought. It's I was like, the cards. It's yeah. You you call it exactly oh, what it is. God. Let's yeah. call a spade a spade. He's like, "No, what are you doing? You're gonna get us kicked off the air."
2: What? I was what, like, what? What is never, that?
0: I have no idea. i never I've never heard that term used oh, racially ever.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's mostly in Westerns. Old Westerns, they use the term spade. No, oh, I, I guess yeah. I've
0: never... I always thought it was a card thing.
2: I think yeah,
1: so. It is a card yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, it is the ace of spades. That's... Sure. ...like the most important mm-hmm. card in the deck, isn't it? I guess. Depends I don't, what
2: game you're playing. Well, I suppose
1: that's true, yeah. Yeah, I've never
2: sense. heard... I've always... We've, I use that all the time, spade a spade. Is spade. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I get offended every time somebody honkies their horn, and I start yelling at mm-hmm. them. Yeah, well, You racist pain in the ass.
2: Luckily, you live in Minnesota, and we will do anything to not use our horn and we'll go, hey, 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 sorry, sorry, I need to get by. Oh, we
1: barely use our horn. Well, you can't honk at people and ruin their life, both. So they focus on what's really all about, Minnesota's all about.
2: You can do both.
1: Oh, you can? Okay, (laughs) Okay. good. I'm glad to hear that. You can get both done. Yeah. Yeah, all this uh, names, calling each other names and all this. Well, like I said, when I lived with Victor and Gail, two black people up in Grand Forks, North Dakota, he literally said to me, you know, Tom, you can use the big N, but only in the house. <laughs> I'd be <feel> like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Is that a trap? Think, I know. Yeah, is that a trap? <laughs> nah, it was. And he just started laughing. He thought that was funny. And just, it's we have different lives. We grew oh. up around different people. We're not all the same. Stop trying to make us just one one person.
2: My friend Shannon, who you've met, who filled in for me many times. Yeah. Um, she and I would do all we would be in an ambulance driving for medic stuff all the time. And she'd be like, Come on, Brittany, just say it. Just say it. I go, No! Oh I'm
1: not gonna, yeah, come no. on. Come on, Brittany. Come on, Brittany. Brittany. Just you say know it. you want just to say, say it. I go,
2: I have no no. And she'd be like, and then she'd, you know, be like, come on. And she'd be like, that was a test, you know. Like we laughed so hard.
1: One of the great things about living with with Victor and Gail was yeah. Victor and I would go out to different uh, uh, different, like, house parties and all that stuff. Yeah. And I would always be the only white guy in the party. And it took about five parties before the tension went away. It was kind of interesting, I actually. I could see
2: that, yeah. At
1: first, a lot of people there were not happy that I was there. But then they realized I wasn't a reporter or, you know, a politician. So it yeah. worked out in the end. We can, I'm telling you, if we, if we got off the negative side of everything, it would be so much easier to get along with everybody I can't even tell you. Tell me a joke. Right, make yeah. me laugh, yeah, be nice. That's it, yeah. so shut up on top of it
2: uh i'm I'm with you, and I think it's it's one of those things where if you're living it, it'll show through. You just have to go out there and live it, live it's that exact exactly. Truth. I mean it's not life is not as hard as we make it. it seem if you were somebody watching what life is like. With all these articles and all this stuff. Oh, he'd, be like, he'd be like, I'm terrified to leave the house. But you leave the house and you mm-hmm. go, everything
1: is navigatable. Oh, that's not. Work. Navigable. Say it again? Navigable. Oh, everything <laughs> is.
2: <laughs> everything is.
1: Naviationist. Nailed it. There you go. I just thought I'd throw it at her. Give her something else to think about. I will not. But yeah, I just, uh, you know, I, I do have the hard time because I, I wake up in the morning and I'm happy. I got a great family, got great friends, got a great job, I work with good people. Uh, it's, uh, Catherine said it's only after you watch the, the national nighttime news you'd get in a bad mood, and we're in a bad mood the rest of the night. I, so I'm just not doing it anymore. I'm I, love, not,
2: I love that for us.
1: I'm just telling you, I, I, it just, and they, they do it so they can make money from it. That's the only reason they're making us pissed off at one another or uncomfortable with another because they make a lot of money doing that. It yeah.
2: sucks. Yeah, it's all right. we always have to follow the money trail.
1: Are, are, are there national radio shows like that? I suppose, does PBS get over the top with all their politics?
2: I don't know. I listen to podcasts that are very niche to my wants yeah. and needs. Well,
1: so that's good. Yeah. That's what podcasting's all about.
2: Right? And I, yeah. It's, I'm in a really, really specific bubble. It's lovely.
1: That is nice to be in a bubble. That's very, very true.
2: Yeah, like I get really hyper into something and then just find podcasts specifically about that. Or I listen to the Tom Bernard podcast. You horn
1: tootin'. Um, yeah, so I mean, just relax. Everything will be fine. Everything will be good. Just stop being pissed off at the world. And if you have to stop watching a national news to get there like I did, then you should stop watching. It's totally worth it. Those five people or four people that Kristen named... I couldn't even tell you who three of them were in the other one. I wouldn't watch Sean Hannity if you gave me the money from the show. Mm. I've met him once, one of the most obnoxiously arrogant human beings. Uh, well, there's a tie, Chris Cuomo and him. Yeah. So, so there's one from each side. I
2: would never Just watch arrogant
1: those shows. Pain. Oh, God, no. I would
2: never watch Absolutely those Absolutely not. Oh, we were watching. We're, we're like so into our shows right now. We've got Succession going and That's Ted Lasso show. and Last of Us. And the times when we ever, like, last night, we got her to bed at a good time, and it was, like, 8 o'clock, and we go, should we watch Succession? Like, there's so many fun things on TV. Why no, would you I can't ever? No,
1: do that. Yep. Why
2: would you ever put time and energy into watching Kennedy. Uh, yeah. Well, any of them. Yeah, or, I just mean, why why I would never go like, let's see what his take on this is.
1: A <laughs> uh, be- doop pop up. And you know I don't I don't I've never noticed before, but the one guy I did like that I've talked to several times is Anderson Cooper's a very nice guy.
2: Yeah, I'm sure he's great. He seems I, to be. I have <clears> no <throat> I just I'm telling you, I just want to watch like reality TV and scripted TV, and I'll only get my Good knees move. from Chris Eggert.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Tom Bernard. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.